Amen. All right, let's go through our confession together. Our 2023 confession should be on the screen. Two, three, go. 2023 is my year of new horizons and the full blessing. I declare that I will experience and enjoy the full blessing of the Lord. There is new wine in my cluster and there is a blessing in it. I am on the rise to my highest destiny. And no matter what the elements say, there is a lifting up for me. I am not expecting to participate in a recession, depression, regression, or any other downward turns. I lift my eyes up to the hills from whence cometh my help. I am the blessed, the healed, the favored, and the strengthened of the Lord. I am called according to his purpose, and all things work together for my good. I am declared righteous, and I am vindicated. A new day has dawned for me. The struggle is over forever, and the Lord is adding to me another one. Again and again and again and again. Coyote is a lion's whelp. And I am leaping from where I am today to the new horizons of my future. The Tadeshe household is satisfied with favor and full of the blessing of the Lord. We are possessing our inheritance from the west to the south and from the east to the north. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 2023 is my year of remembrance, double honor, and the open door. I am remembered and I am helped. I honor God and he honors me. Grace, grace, grace. His divine ability within me to overcome adversity has positioned me to maximize opportunity. Mountains move, valleys rise. I am on my way to glory land and the Ruach of God will see to it that I get there. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver. Shall the prayer be taken from the mighty or the lawful captive delivered? But thus saith the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contends with you and I will save you and your children. God has my back. The promise is in view and the covenant will deliver in jesus mighty name amen i serve the lord my god with joyfulness of heart in gratitude for the abundance of all his blessings therefore i will never serve my enemy the lord will be good to me and he will show me kindness and mercy I declare by faith that this new season is a fruitful season and it is a season of full satisfaction, joy, and happiness. 2023 
is my year of new horizons and the full blessing in Jesus mighty name amen shout hallelujah somebody if you believe that shout hallelujah glory to God please go ahead and be seated in the presence of the Lord hallelujah I'm going to ask you to please open in your Bibles with me to the 46th Psalm Psalms and 46 glory to God hallelujah thank you Lord the 46th Psalm I am so excited somebody say the covenant will deliver I know that sometime around October last year when we celebrated our um, the, the first part of our 20th year celebration, um, I took some time on Friday evening of that convention to minister a little bit on the covenant. And um, this year for the next few weeks, I always say next few weeks, and it ends up being several weeks. And this is a yeah, month sometimes, actually. This is one of the most loaded um, themes of the Word of God. Um, and so, to be quite honest with you, and uh, this, is, this is a theme that I personally have a direct um, experience, intimate connection with. So when there is a theme like that, the word of God is full of it, but it just ends up being such a supernatural flow because when I'm not ministering it from a place of just theoretical knowledge, I'm ministering it very powerfully from a place of deep, intimate connection and experience and so you know bear with me because we might go on you know i'll keep to time every sunday you know it's my alarm you know it's going to go off and um and and this time no snoozing somebody say no snoozing say we rebuke snooze Because I know people, people are praying. I know last week I snoozed twice. Yeah, but last week was kind of different. The reason it was different was because we were wrapping up the fast. We were wrapping up the fast, and I, I know that there's, you know, the Lord wanted to kind of set us into the year, the rest of the year, in a very different way. And, you know, the praise team was, was just so amazing last week. I mean, I mean, I mean, their songs, just about all their songs, and that particular new one they did, I mean, it's, I call it my happy song now. I mean, sometimes I just, no, seriously, seriously. And I actually specifically asked that Pastor Emmanuel would send me the video of it, right? I know he put it on social media and all that, but I wanted the video of it myself because I don't want to go to social media to access it. Hallelujah. I want to be anytime, anytime, anywhere. I want to be able to pick my devices and turn on my happy song. And, and one morning, one morning this week, I was by myself in my, in my prayer room, screaming my head off, 
laughing, dancing, singing, and shouting, and just watching the video, watching the praise team singing this song. And um, Pastor Tinu ran into the room where I was. Maybe, maybe I sounded like there was something wrong. I said, look at this. Just <laughs> And all week long, all week long, that song's just been ringing in my spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. The Lord will satisfy you. I said the Lord will satisfy you. I tell you, nothing in this world satisfies like Jesus. Nothing. Nothing in this world satisfies like Jesus. The biggest mansion you can buy will not satisfy you. At some point, that what used to be a brand new mansion, a brand new house, a brand new car, at some point it gets old. At some point everything gets old. The only thing that will never ever get old in your life is your relationship with Jesus. It is new every day. The Holy Spirit is constantly breathing. is constantly blowing. There is a newness of God. Hallelujah. When you walk with him every day, I mean every day, no matter how, you know, sometimes you feel so tired, you know, we get, oh, we're so tired, we're just tired, we're walking, we're, we're tired, and suddenly he comes with this new batch of strength, yes. and you feel young again. You feel like a baby again, like you just got started yesterday. I mean, only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can do that. In a world where everyone is losing their minds and people are afraid and people, and, and, and you know, I'm, I'm telling you, pay attention to this series of messages on covenant. The covenant will deliver for you. The covenant will deliver for you. And um, it will deliver you from trouble. It will deliver you from harm. It will deliver you from danger. It will deliver you from death. And it will deliver to you the promises that God has made. So it will deliver means two things. It will deliver you from. But it will also deliver to you. It will deliver you from, but it will also deliver to you. And you can take God's promises, you can take it to the bank. Because they will never fail. He backs up his promises by his everlasting covenant. The word that God has spoken and everything that he has declared concerning you is sure, is guaranteed. Hallelujah. Over the next couple of weeks on our Wednesdays, um, we start ministering on a theme um, which the Lord gave to me that I call guarantees for your success. Guarantees for your... That means you cannot fail. It is impossible for you to fail. If you know what to do, if you know how to walk the word of God, if you know how to walk with God's covenant, you cannot... Failure is not an option. Failure is not, not an option. What, what was that? Was that NASA we went, Pastor Tinu? That they have that uh, in, in uh, where was that? In, um, in, um, in Orlando. At, you know, one of the keepsakes that we bought is actually, do you have yours, your keyhole? Do you have it right here? If you open that pouch, I want to show it. If you open that pouch, this, this pouch next to you, 
there's if, if just just give me that key hold i want to show it failure is not an option one of the key keepsakes that caught our eyes when we were walking through and visiting nasa was this you know they have it everywhere you know because that's one of the things they believe failure is an it's not an option and the truth of the matter is is that so when i saw it thank you thank you very much thank you I carry this very dirty key, keys, all, I mean, it's a bunch of keys for everything. And, you know, you can see it's old. I mean, I've had these key holders for, for, God knows, 15, 20 years. And I keep adding different little keys, different little things. And when we went to NASA, I mean, like the keys, the keys already, the bunch of keys already big. It's big by itself. But when we went to NASA and we saw that thing, I bought an additional key holder. That key holder says, it's NASA, failure is not an option. Failure is not an option. It is, failure is not an option. You, it is impossible for you, as a child of God, to fail. Failure is not an option. So, so on Wednesdays, just in a couple of weeks, once, once we wrap up, once we wrap up, um, once we wrap up our series of lessons um, on, um, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is right, um, you, we're going to, if you don't mind, please put up for me that scripture, Second Samuel uh, 23 verse 5. I'm going to take you back to Psalms. Just bear with me. I'll stop when my alarm goes off. But it's going to be a few weeks. I'm going to be ministering to you on this theme. And there's something amazing that God is going to do with us. Amen. Second uh, Samuel 23 verse 5. And look, put, put that up for us, please, in the New Living Translation. Second Samuel, I want you to look at this scripture. Second Samuel 23 verse 5 in the New Living Translation. And then we're going to go back right there to, to Psalms 46. This is what David said in Second Samuel. Oh, hallelujah. In Second Samuel 23 and verse 5 in the New Living Translation. He said... Is it not my family that God has chosen? Yes. He has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreement is arranged and guaranteed in every detail he will ensure my safety and my success his agreements is arranged and guaranteed in every detail that means nothing in your life will be subject to coincidence. Nothing in your life will be subject to happenstance. Like people say, oh, that just happened. Oh, gosh. that No, no, no. Nothing in your life will be subject to happenstance. His arrangements are guaranteed 
in every detail. Every step of your life is ordered by him. You will never arrive at a place in your life and wonder where is God. It's not going to happen to you. It, will not, it is impossible for that to happen. You will never arrive at a place in, God's, a, a place in your life and say, but where is the Lord? Where, where, where are the promises? He will, he, that will never happen to you. His arrangement, his agreement is arranged and guaranteed in every detail. Now, watch this. He will ensure. He will ensure my safety and my success. So failure is not an option. You cannot fail. Somebody say, I cannot fail. It is impossible for me to fail. It is impossible for me to fail. See, God backs this up by his covenant. Look at what David said. Is it not my family God has chosen? I don't know what is happening in the land. I don't care what is happening in the world. But I want you to know, God has an everlasting covenant with you. You are different. You are unique. Hallelujah. You have a supernatural path in life. Come what may, God will deliver for you. Come what may, God will show up for you. In the midnight hour, he will be there. Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. In the dungeon, when it feels lonely, he will show up for you. When people say it's over, it's too late. He will come through for you. And I want you to know, this has to become a revelation to you. Long before harm shows up, long before danger shows up, long before death shows up, long before trouble shows up, this must be a revelation to you. Oh, hallelujah. I have walked through some corridors of death in my life. And where I knew literally we were walking through the valley of the shadow of death. I could smell it. I could, I could perceive the wicked spirits of darkness hovering all around to wreak a havoc. I could sense it very strong. One split moment of God not showing up, the outcome of that situation would have been different. But in every one of those moments, beginning from the very first one, when Psalms 46 became a revelation to me, in, in 1995, it became a clear revelation to me in 1995. It, it was during the experience of the birth of our daughter, Christine. And death was in that labor room. The spirit of death was there. The doctors were panicking. I was not allowed to go in there into the labor. That's, that's the way they did it over there. But, but I, I, you know, I had, um, um, mommy was there. She flew in just before 
just before that labor experience. And she was going back and forth. They allowed her to go in because she was a doctor. So they allowed her to go in. She didn't really do anything. But she would come out and tell me what was going on. And she came, when it became really bad, she came out and told me, she, I was, she was, uh, there was a glass that I could only see across. I knew there was pandemonium in that place. And she came out and said to me, if you have ever prayed, pray now. But, but for me, I didn't go in there like, oh, if I've ever prayed, pray now. No, I, I had, and back then they used to have these slim Bibles. I've talked to you about this slim Bible before. I carried that slim Bible everywhere I went. And right there in that, in that hospital, on that floor, I opened my Bible to Psalm 46 and started to declare it. I wasn't just reading it, just speaking it. I was declaring it because I knew death was in the room. I knew death was there in the room. And I started declaring it. I started speaking it. I started standing on that word. I started declaring it. I started speaking it. You know, you have to understand, the Bible says, the word of God is the sword of the spirit. Let me ask you a question. The Holy Spirit is going to fight your war. He's going to raise up angels. Angels are going to go on an assignment to fight your battles. But what, what is their empowerment in that moment? It's the word of God. It's the word of God. And it's not just the word of God that is in the written logos, in the written word, the Bible, because that's always there. It is the rhema word. That is the word that is on your lips and in your heart. When you declare it from a place of revelation and confidence, angels go to work. Angels go to work. In just a split moment, something that could have turned out a different way will take shape and turn out a totally different way because the word of God was, was released and angels went to work. The angels went to work. And that word is based on your covenant with God. It's based on your covenant with God. You know that scripture in Psalms 103? You know what that scripture says? Put that up for us, please. Verse 20, I'm, I'm bringing you back to Psalm 46. I'm just getting myself ready for this message. You know what that scripture says in, um, in Psalm 103 verse 20? Bless the Lord, you his angels that excel in strength. That do his commandment. Doing what? Hearkening to the voice of his word. Hearkening to the voice of his word. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Right in the midnight hour, when all hell seems to be breaking loose against you, one word from God can change that situation. One word from God. To stand in your place and to say, Thus saith the Lord. And right here, right now, there is no fear. In that moment, you cannot blink. In that moment, you cannot quaver. In that moment, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, uh, give me some other English words, please help me. You, you can't dilly-dally, you can't, you can't, you, you, thank you, you can't be double-minded. You can't, you can't, you, oh. 
You've got, in that moment, you've got to stand there and say, peace be still in the name of Jesus. In that moment, there is no fear. In that moment, there are, there are no uncertainties. You know that 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 your God will show up for you. Hallelujah. Your God will show up for you. Your God will show up for you. You know that you know. The word of God is the sword of the spirit. When you take the word of God and that word has become flesh in your heart and you have meditated it and you have revelated it and you, hallelujah, and it has become flesh, then the, the Holy Spirit takes that word and releases it. The angels take that word and they go to war. They go to war. That's why the Bible says there in that scripture that is in our confession, Isaiah chapter 49. You know that that line comes before that scripture. God has my back. The promise is in view. And the covenant will deliver. For shall the prey be taken from the mighty. And shall the lawful captive be delivered but but thus saith the Lord (laughs) even even the captive of the might shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered for I will contend with him that contends with and I will deliver you and your children I will deliver. See, in that moment, that revelation of the word of God, you, you don't dilly-dally about it. You are, not, you are not ambivalent. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I, I like that. I like, I like that big English word, ambivalent. I love it. Check your websites when you get home. It's a powerful word. Hallelujah. It also means double-minded, but it's powerful. You are not ambivalent. You are not, you are not, is it, is it not? Is it, maybe, maybe, no, 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 no. Hallelujah. He's here, you say, he's here. Oh my God is right here. He's right here. And he's a man of war. And we are winning this battle. We are winning this battle. In the face of fear, in the face of opposition, when everything looks like it's a lost cause, you stand your ground. Like the three Hebrew boys. You stand your ground and you put the word of God in your mouth. Failure is not an option. You cannot fail. Say with me, I can't fail. It is impossible for me to fail. I cannot possibly fail. That's not because I'm that smart. It's not because I'm so good. It's because I have a covenant keeping God who is always with me. He's always on my side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, it says that in Ephesians 6, 17, the word of God is the sword of the spirit. So you've got to take that word. This word has to be a revelation. And what we're discussing and ministering over the next few weeks about the covenant, my friends, you cannot play with it. You can't play with it. On that fateful day, February, February 16, 1995, I will never forget it as long as I live. I will never forget it as long as I live. 
Even the doctors were panicking. Everybody in the hospital was concerned. And, you know, I could tell, I could see it. And I knew death was in the room. But I started, pulled out my slim Bible and started speaking Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. He's very present. He's very present. He's not want to be present. He's not maybe present. No, he's very, very present. He's right there. Therefore, we will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and even though mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Even though the waters thereof roar and, the, and, and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swellings thereof, it looks like the world is turning upside down and it looks like everything is failing and falling apart. We will not fear. We will not fear. Somebody say, no fear here. Make a covenant with yourself today. No fear here. No matter what you hear, no matter what you see, no matter what you deal with, no fear here. No fear here. No fear here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of our precious sisters, uh, last week after the service, walked up to me and and, and said to me, Pastor, pray for me. You know, I'm always dealing with fear. She's not here today. Chinasa, I think. Holding that little baby um, Nathan in her hand and say, pray for me. I'm always say, no, no, no. There's no. You cannot tolerate that fear. There's fear is you. There's no room for fear. And what dispels fear is the word of God. What dispels fear is the the stronger you are in the word, the more established you are, the more confident you are. You know that no matter what happens, God will show up and bring you out. Amen. God will show up. And, but, but you have to meet that promise with your confidence. Yes. You have to meet that promise with your confidence. You have to say, I'm sure my God is around. My God is up to it. My God is able. My God will show up for me. Somebody said, no fear here. No say it again, no fear here. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. God is in the midst of her and she shall not be moved. God shall help her and that right early. God shall help her and that right early. He says then the Amplified, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God will help her right early at the dawn of the morning. At the dawn of the morning, God will show up for you. Hallelujah. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, sailor. The God of Jacob is our refuge. You just heard what David said. David said it confidently. He said he has made an everlasting covenant with me. 
I'm going to show you in just a couple of minutes here. You know, many times I've heard people over the years, they'll say, you know, they'll say to me, oh, preacher, you know, all these promises you guys claim from the Old Testament, these are all promises in the Old Testament. How can you claim these promises were made to people in the Old Testament? It was made to David. It was made to this. It was made, how can you, how it was made to Abraham? I said, well, we were not the first people who did it. Paul did it before we did it. And I want to show you one of the biggest promises in the New Testament. It was not made to anyone in the, in the New Testament. It was made to somebody in the Old Testament. But Paul picked it out and made it the center of his message. And said that promise is made to you. Even though it was made to somebody, we read it. We can see it was made to somebody in the Old Testament. He said, but you remember God said this. And it is your promise. It has to be your revelation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. They say, how can you take a word? How can you take a word from Genesis and claim it? I'll show you why now in a minute. We were not the first ones who did. Paul did it first. <laughs> how can you take Psalm 91 and claim it and say, he, The Lord is, you know, he that dwelleth in the secret place of the nation and I'll abide in the shadow of the Lord, and he will show that in the middle of the middle I will deliver him because he sent me lost. How can you claim that? We can claim it because Paul did it first. Amen. And the Bible says the, that covenant of promise that was made to the people in the Old Testament. That covenant of promise is available to us today because this new covenant is based upon better promises. I know my alarm is going to go off soon. Let me try to get this to somewhere where I can close today. Hallelujah. Somebody say, God is with me. All the time. There is no fear here. No fear here. The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he has made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. And when there is no fear here, the, the most important Evidence is your peace. The most important evidence is your peace. That I know it is well with me in this situation. I know all is well with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know the peace of God surrounds me like a shield. I know no matter how much the storms rage, the peace of God will carry me through this. I know I will arrive on the other side of this because the peace of God will undergird me. I know I'm not going to go under. I know I'm not losing out on this. I'm going over to the other side. And the peace of God is the, is the evidence of it. The peace of God in my heart. And, and you know what? Sometimes you have to pray through until that peace comes. 
Sometimes you have to shut everything down. I don't know how many times, sometimes I just, you know, get myself away from everything. Get myself away from everyone. And shut myself up in a room. I'm pray. I'm pray. I just, I can sense it when it's time to pray. It's time to pray through to peace. Shut everything down and get in a room with God and get around the word and begin to pray with the Holy Spirit. And the Bible says, pray. Pray with all manner of prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Be anxious for nothing. But in every situation, with all prayer and supplication, pray. And the peace of God that passes all human understanding. Woo! And sometimes you just got to get in a room, you know. Before you go, go out there to fight the battle, you've got to get in the room to win that battle first in your closet. You've got to go out and win that battle first in your closet. So that no matter what shows up out there, you are ready. And you can face it confidently. Sometimes, after I've done all of that praying, I've done all of that in the word, and, and, and then maybe I'm out there and I see, I just start laughing. I just start laughing. And one time I said, Satan, get lost. Come on, Satan, get lost. We have the victory in this matter. Come on, Satan, get away from here. Come on, Satan. I just start laughing. <laughs> look at you, Satan, look at you. I mean, and he can't stand that. Because what he's used to is people running and being afraid and panicking because they are afraid of things. No, but when you come out of your prayer closet with confidence in God, my friends, you win. Hallelujah. You win. Glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, I speak peace. Say one more time, I speak peace in the name of Jesus. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. I had myself saying this, these words this past week. Someone had asked me, have you, know, have, have you been and how, how are you doing in the Lord? And how you, how's your family and how's your ministry? And I said this, the Lord has never left us. <laughs> I heard myself saying that. And I thought I was just giving a good answer. But that answer just injected so much strength and energy and power and grace to my life. I said, he has never left us. He's ever dependable. He has always come through. He's a covenant-keeping God, and he will never leave you. Somebody said, the Lord has never left. And he will never leave He's a covenant-keeping God, and he will come through for you. Let's close this out. Let's look at one scripture right here and close out today. Hebrews 13, verse 5 and 6. Let's just look at this one and close this service out today. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. And, and let's put that up in the Amplified, please. Somebody say, peace. peace. Say, I speak peace. I, speak peace. I receive peace I receive in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. We're having a ball. Look at it. Hebrews chapter 13, verses 5 and 6. Look at it first in the King James. He says there in verse 5, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave you 
nor forsake you. God, I want you, I'm, I'm about to close my, this is my second to the last scripture. I want you to take this. I want you to eat this. I want you to feast on this promise. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Paul, most theologians believe, is the writer of the book of Hebrews. He said, for God said, God said, and you know the, the rendition of it in the Amplified is so sweet. He said there in the Amplified, he says there, for he, God himself, has said, I will not in any way fail you, nor give you up, nor leave you without support. I will not. I will not. I will not in any degree leave you helpless, nor forsake you. Let you down, relax my hold on you, assuredly not. My alarm's going off. So I will not, he says there in verse 6, he says, so that we can boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what shall man do to me. Okay, that promise in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, where he said, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Where did he say that? Thank you. He said it to Joshua in Joshua 1.5. Not once will you find that word, that promise, in the New Testament. It's not there. But Paul, the writer of the book of Hebrews, he took that promise from Joshua, where God spoke that word to Joshua, and he brought it to the people in Hebrews and said, hey, God told you this. So the next time somebody tells you, you can't pull a word from the Old Testament and claim a promise because it was made to the Old Covenant, made to Abraham, or made to David, or made to Moses. Show them this one. Amen. Put that up in Joshua 1.5. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. You're in the spirit. There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you, nor forsake you. The covenant will deliver. The covenant will deliver. If God says, I will not fail you, it means you cannot fail. It means failure is not an option then. Where is that failure going to come from? If God says, I will not fail you, it means that you cannot fail. Failure is not an option for you. Failure is not an option for you. God says, I will not fail you. I will not forsake you. That failure is not an option for you. And, and Paul pulled it out from Joshua and told the Hebrews, he said, I will not ever, ever, ever leave you. I want you to feast on this word. As you go into this next season of this year, the covenant will deliver. It will deliver you and it will deliver to you. The covenant will deliver. And remember, 
when you smell it, sometimes you can smell harm. In the spirit, you can. If you are sharp, you can. Before it happens. If you can smell harm, danger, trouble, set yourself aside. Because you already got this victory in January, right? Just set yourself aside, pull the scriptures, pull the scriptures. I don't know if, uh, if, if our sister is online today, but the scripture I gave her last week was, you know, um, Isaiah um, was, was that scripture, Isaiah 54. No weapon fashioned against you will prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment, condemned. You'll be far from oppression. You'll be established in righteousness. Take that word. Eat it this week. Meditate it. Believe it. Walk with it. And expect it to deliver in your life. And the covenant will deliver. It will deliver you. And it will deliver for you. Somebody say hallelujah. Say I receive that word. Oh say I receive that word. Say I receive peace right now. The peace of God that passes all human understanding. I lay hold on the promise. I believe it with all my heart. I believe it with all my heart. Listen, I want to close. I feel the spirit of the Lord. Everybody please stand up wherever you are. If you're online, you're here with us. Stand to your feet. I want you to do something, something really powerful. I want us to put our stake in the ground today. We are children of the covenant. We are children of the covenant. I want you to put your stake in the ground today. And make a demand in the spirit for everything that God has promised you. Put your stake in the ground today and draw a line. The Bible says there's a hedge of fire around you. God has put a hedge. Satan cannot touch you and he can't touch those that belong to you. But I just want you to put, I want you to draw a line in the sand today and establish that promise. That, hey, my home is a no-go for you. My life is a no-go for you. My family is a no-go for you. You can't touch anything and anyone that belongs to me. The Lord God himself is fighting my battle. Everything that he has given me is mine. And I make bold to walk in the reality of it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And when you go, take that same spirit of boldness and confidence with you. And the Lord will perfect his word in your life. The Lord will perfect his word in your life. The Lord will perfect his word in your life. Father, we thank you so very much. Lord, we're so thankful to you. For your mighty word that you sent us in this service. Thank you for the assurance that you gave us in this service. You said you will never leave us. You will never ever leave us. 
you will never forsake us. You will never fail us. Well, we believe you. We want you to know we believe you. You don't even have to prove it, Lord. We believe it already. We believe it already. And we walk in the reality of that promise. We walk boldly and confidently in the reality of it. And we give you praise. Thank you for being our covenant-keeping God. Thank you for always being with us. Thank you for fulfilling your word in our lives. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said amen. Shout it out loud. I receive it. Oh, come on. Shout it a little louder. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. Say this. Say, I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Say it again. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. The Lord is perfecting everything that concerns me in Jesus name Amen Amen Hallelujah Go ahead and bless his name Hallelujah Woo! Bless his holy name Hallelujah Hallelujah Amen Amen